Jimmy Athletics Podcast for Tuesday, February 11, 2020. I'm Sean Johnson, your host. Got a lot to talk about today. We missed uh, one of our podcasts last week because I was traveling. Only got one in. We'll get two in this week. But first, let's talk about what we've got coming up. We've got a big week on tap with home events Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. We'll kick things off Wednesday night when the men's and women's basketball teams host Northwestern and keep GPAC doubleheader at Harold Newman Arena. With just two weeks left in the regular season, every game is important as the GPAC tournament draws near. The Jimmy women's basketball team now 16-10 and 10 and 9-9 and 9 in the GPACs, coming off a 2-1 week with wins against Presentation 90-49 and Mount Marty 66-48. And a late fourth quarter defeat at number two Hastings 65-51. That score's a little deceiving because the Jimmys were actually tied with Hastings down in Nebraska in the fourth quarter before Hastings went on a 14-1 run to put the game away. UJ Winters Wednesday's game tied with Northwestern for sixth place at nine and nine, two games behind fifth place, Dakota Wesleyan and two games ahead of eighth place Mount Marty. The GPAC currently has four teams ranked in the top 10 in the country, believe it or not. Number two, Hastings, number three, Concordia, number seven, Morningside and number nine, Dort. And that doesn't even include number 14 ranked Dakota Wesleyan. The Jimmy men are riding a four-game winning streak. They're now 18-8 and eight and 9-7 and seven overall in the G-Pack after knocking off number 18, Mount Marty, at home, 94-82, and winning at Hastings, 90-71. UJ is tied for fifth in the G-Pack with Mount Marty at 9-7, and seven, but they're just half a game back behind fourth-place Dort, who's 10-7, and seven, one game behind third-place Northwestern, who they'll play on Wednesday at 10-6. and six. And just two games behind number 10, Dakota Wesleyan, who they won at a week and a half ago. They're 11-5. and five. Both teams will travel Saturday to face Morningside. The Jimmy men's volleyball team will make their home debut Thursday and Friday nights when we host Briarcliff and William Penn. Both matches will tip off at 7 o'clock at Harold Newman Arena. UJ is off to an amazing 5-1 and one start and went 3-1 and one this past week. Their only loss was a tight Three-set loss at number two, Grandview, who was a national semifinalist last year and has won the national title before and actually hosts the national tournament. They lost to them 25-22, 25-23, and 25-21. And then they went to Oskaloosa, Iowa, home of William Penn, and they swept three matches in that triangular, beating Indiana Tech 3-1 and sweeping William Penn and Viterbo. Thursday night's match will feature a Briarcliff team that is six and three on the season and is receiving votes in the national poll, so that will be a tough one. The Jimmy Men's hockey team is also at home. After taking the weekend off, they'll host Colorado Thursday night at seven and the University of Mary Friday night at eight o'clock. Please note that special start time of eight o'clock on Friday. Both games, of course, at Wilson Arena. Jimmy's are ranked number eleven in the latest ACHA poll. They have all but clinched a bid to the ACHA Division One tournament and they're on an eight-game winning streak. Speaking of nationally ranked teams, the Jimmy Women's Wrestling Team ranked number six in the country. Their best finish ever at the Women's Collegiate Wrestling Association Championships in Atlanta, Georgia. They took third. This tournament features every women's collegiate wrestling team in the country, regardless of affiliation. As I mentioned, best finish in school history. They had seven All-American performances, led by sophomore Agatha Andrews, who took second at 191 pounds. Jacqueline Parks was third at 136. Alyssa Shrill was fifth at 170. Samantha Weeks, Jamila Blackston, Miranda Velasquez all play six, while Desiree Estrada finished eighth. The, G- the Jimmies will defend uh, their GPAC championship 
here in a couple weeks down in Ottawa, Kansas. Jimmy football team had an amazing start to their recruiting season as they announced 44 commitments last week, 11 from Minnesota, 10 from North Dakota, four each from Texas and Arizona, and three each from California and Nevada. And believe it or not, softball is going to start. The Jimmy softball team, which has the benefit of getting to play indoors at the Bubble Presentation College, will kick off their season Friday down in Aberdeen as they will take on presentation at 10 in the morning, then jump right into the deep end of the pool and face number 10 Valley City State at 2. And then on Saturday, they'll take on Dakota State at 2 o'clock and Dickinson State at 4 p.m. They return three-time first-team all-conference performer and shortstop Michaela Frost. Honorable mention, all GPAC selection, Morgan Geisler at second base. They've also returned catcher Katie Reisendorfer, first baseman Sydney Precious, center fielder Mariah Wick, and third baseman Mariah Martinez. The Jimmies also have an outstanding starter returning on the mound at sophomore Katie Merchant. She went 16-11 and 11 last year with four shutouts and 104 strikeouts and 153 innings. It really came on strong. Towards the end of the year, the Jimmy track and field teams had eight top 10 finishes at the Bison Open last weekend at NDSU, and they will head to Collegeville, Minnesota to take part in the St. John's Open this weekend. So now it's time to move on to our interviews. And first, we're going to talk to women's basketball coach Thad Sankey. His team's been flying a little bit under the radar this year, but they are 16 and 10. They've already won two more games than all of last year. They are going to make the GPAC tournament this year, something they didn't do last year have a great chance maybe to finish in the top five. And here uh, we'll talk to Coach Sankey ahead of their big game Wednesday night against Northwestern. Well, it's time to visit with women's basketball coach Thad Sankey here on the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. And coach, your basketball team coming off a week where you you won a presentation on Monday and Wednesday you won at home against Mount Marty and then you went toe-to-toe with the number two ranked team in the country in Hastings out at their place. And now you're going to get ready for a big game at home against Northwestern. Talk about your team and where you're at right now and how things are, are shaping up in your mind. Yeah, well, it's um, it's time to just play games. Not a lot of practice time this time of year, but that's okay. Uh, it's stuff that our girls really like. And, um, you know, for us, we've been on that stretch of, of three games in five days and then uh, finish it off at Hastings uh, on Saturday. So um, it, it's really just a time to play our best basketball and something that we've been pushing for and looking for and, and having our having our team have that many games and get into a rhythm of, hey, next game, next game, next game. Um, that's allowed us to just zoom in and focus in on those things and, um, and, and we continue to improve even late in the year. Kind of like the men's team, you've been saddled with some injuries and illness, and it, it feels like everybody is starting to come around and get healthy at the right time. I say that, and you have a smile on your face, like maybe something happened I didn't realize over the weekend. But talk about where your team is in terms of health right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I think what we went through is something that every team goes through and at some point in the year. And, you know, as a coach, you just you hope that when you have – uh, players sidelined for for short periods of time that it is short and and that they come back and they're hungry and they're ready to to get back and make an impact and you know so far that's what we've had so we're very thankful that the little things that we've gotten haven't been major um, that our girls that have gotten sick are are back um, and and you know for us I think the timing's perfect for that of of you know playing great basketball in February and um, you know and, and really being really being strong down the stretch. You were hired late last year, jumped right into your first season, and the way I look at it, you just made the best of a, of a tough situation coming in late. Then you had a whole year to kind of get ready, had a really, really good recruiting class. 
Do you feel like this basketball team maybe reflects a little bit more of what you'd like to see maybe than last year when you really didn't have a whole lot of time to work and get ready for it? Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think what we see this year a little bit more is, um, you know, our, our girls have a little bit more experience of what it takes um, to win in the toughest conference in the country and, and what it means in practice every day. And, and um, But also, you know, we had an awesome summer and, and all of our returners um, just worked extremely hard. And, and those are things that led up to, you know, what we see on the court right now. And, um, you know, at the same time, last year we had injuries and, and uh, they were longer term injuries and things that, that um, kind of saddled some of our, um, some of our major, you know, uh, upperclassmen, um, uh, impact players and and you know that's just the difference I, I see that as a little bit of the difference between seasons season to season and um, it's nice to have you know it's nice to have us playing well it's nice to see us continuing to improve um, in the second year that I'm here and it's something that you know that we'll look to do uh, every year. You mentioned your returners and they had a great summer but obviously your freshman class is outstanding they've had a real impact on this team talk about what this group of freshmen has, has done for your program. Well, it, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's really, it's really what um, the goal is for every class. And, and you know, our women want to be the best. And, and part of what that takes is bringing in, in ladies that are going to help us right away. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that's exciting. It's something that as high school players take a look at their college opportunities, you know, we talk to them about that. Hey, do you want to go to, uh, to a bigger place or do you want to have a place, you know, go to a place that you can have a bigger impact? And, uh, and that's what our women have chose to do here. Um, it's also important that, you know, our, our young players fit here and, and they want to be on our campus and they want to be at UJ and they want to be playing for us. And, um, and that's, I, I think, what we see on the court uh, is all just, just the, the sum of all those parts. And um, it's been cool to see, you know, y you get one season with every team, just, just one. And no matter, you know, if your players are playing for you for two years or four years, but you get each team gets one year. Um, and so it's neat to see that maturation over the course of this year to, to the team we are now. Big game Wednesday night. And of course, you're getting to, down to the last couple of weeks of the regular season. So they're all big, but you're tied for six right now with Northwestern. They come into your place here at Helm Newman Arena on Wednesday. Obviously a very important game. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, we love to, we love to win at home and um, getting a big home win last week against Mount Marty was, was tops on our list. And, and now that we're here and it's Monday and, and, and we're looking at Wednesday's game, like that one's top on our list too. We know uh, and we've seen that every game down the stretch is going to be national tournament quality play and, and teams and competition. And so um, it's going to test us and, and we're going to be ready. And, um, you know, we're looking at playing our best game on Wednesday. It was great to catch up with Coach Sankey now in his second year. He just achieved his 100th win a couple years ago as a head coach. Several of those wins coming at Concordia, Michigan, where he was at before the, we were able to hire him in July of, um, that would have been 2018. So Coach Sankey got his team headed in the right direction and here down the stretch some big basketball games. Up next, we'll talk to his counterpart, men's basketball coach Danny Neville. They're part of what they're calling the redemption tour as the Jimmy men's basketball team got off to a slow start, especially in GPAC play, but they seem to be finding their rhythm now. And we caught up with coach Neville. I have practice on Monday afternoon. Welcome back to the everything Jimmy athletics podcast. We're joined by Jimmy men's basketball coach, Danny Neville doing it right here in Harold Newman arena. So I like 
little phrase we got going, little hashtag, the redemption tour. So you're trying to find those teams that beat you in the first half of the season, come back and try to put it on them. And you were able to do that last week. Uh, you beat Mount Marty uh, here at home, and then you went on the road and got a big win at Hastings. And is your team kind of bought into that redemption tour uh, theme? Yeah, we looked at it about two weeks ago, and we, we saw all those games aligned. It was like, you know, we got a five-game stretch where we play teams that we all lost to the, the first time around. So our guys are really excited to, to play them. And, you know, we, we went back to the film room and, you know, saw some things that we need to do better. Um, and we've just capitalized on those things. We've been – our group's been really focused. Um, you know, some of the seniors and juniors are really taking over in practice and we're having really good practices and that's where it all comes from and film has been really good scout has been good so guys are just really focused and you know we're ready to make a run here in the stretch and we have we just got to be consistent and you know keep doing what we've been doing i think people tend to forget sometimes that you lost two all-american basketball players last year and while you had a lot of returning talent it still takes a while for those guys to find their new roles plus you've had injuries yeah. but it feels like it's starting to come together now yeah it's a good feeling too because you know, early on we thought we had a good team and we just weren't weren't gelling. And then came the injuries and sicknesses and um, you can't really control that, but we never got a rhythm going. And as soon as Mason was back and then Isaiah was back and they started getting into a little rhythm, um, we started playing really well. And even Brock Schramm's still out. We've been, you know, we've figured out ways to play really well. And I like the guys that we've had playing so far. And, um, like I said, our older guys have just taken a big step, and you can really see it out there. And um, obviously, having Mason off the bench is huge for us. Having another guy that can rebound, another guy that can score in the post. So, you know, we've been we've been weapons from the perimeter, but we're also you know offensive rebounding wise and getting the ball inside. We've been you know really good at lately. So, just got to keep that stuff rolling. One of the things you've got to love as a coach, you got six guys averaging double figures and scoring. I don't see many teams doing that in the NBA, the college level, the high school level. you got six guys doing that, and that's got to be a, a great luxury to have as a basketball coach. Oh, it is, for sure. And you have, like I said, you have Mason coming off the bench, but, you know, you, you look at that too, and the other thing about that is now with Jack Frazier playing well, um, that adds another guy that can score it. And um, I think Mark, Mark Chose and uh, Devin Praska have given us good, really good minutes off the bench, and, um, another guy too, Logan Pratt, he's been practicing extremely well the last two weeks and you've seen him in the games a couple of times. That's all from, you know, he's, he's really gelling with our first group and he's really taking a big step. So I'm just proud of all of our guys and, you know, especially those older guys that have started to get a groove going. Um, but then again, like, like you said, having those guys, all those guys with double figures, there's a weapon all over the court. So you can't really, um, you know, get too into, hey, we got to stop him from the perimeter. And you can't get too into, hey, we got to stop him from offensive rebounding or getting it, scoring the ball inside because then it opens up other things. Because if you concentrate so much on, you know, the post play, then our guards are going to open up. You, you concentrate too much on the guards, then our big guys open up. So I think that in, in, that, in that way, too, I think we're tough to guard right now. But um, like I said, our guys are confident and, you know, we're, we're – we're practicing hard, and like I said, I mean, we just got to keep this thing rolling and keep believing in each other. Huge log jam in the GPAC standings right now. Morningside's 
Got a little bit of a cushion in first place, but after that, it's a total crapshoot. Huge game Wednesday night against Northwestern. Every game now is important, but I imagine especially at home. Yeah, and and again, everyone's like, hey, you know, Northwestern's 10 and 6, and you guys are 9 and 7. You know, you guys get a win, and you guys have a tied record, and who knows if it's third or fourth. And um, for us, I mean, it's been one game at a time. We're, we're not worried about, you know, Wednesday. We're worried about today. We're worried about getting better today. And, um, you know, but, but getting out of our hole that we put ourselves in, every game to us has been huge. And we've felt like even the last five or six games, uh, you know, you can add seven or eight games. We've, we've been dire need of a win. So Wednesday is nothing new for us. We're, we've been trying to get ourselves out of a hole. We're out of it. Now, you know, like I said before, now we just got to keep it consistent. And um, it all starts with our senior group, though. Um, they've just been playing an awesome ball and, um, you know, gets those younger guys to play better as well and just up, uplifts the team. And uh, they've just been doing a really, really good job. I'm super proud of them. Like I said, though, it's got to keep it rolling, man. That will do it for our interviews with the basketball coaches. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to talk very briefly with men's volleyball coach Riley Salmon. We have a little had a few technical difficulties with his interview, so this one's going to be a little short, but we're going to catch up with him in our second podcast of the week. But we caught up with Riley after his 3 and one week and looking forward to the big home debut of his men's volleyball team. We're going to welcome back to the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast, Jimmy men's volleyball coach. Riley Salmon and Riley, another road trip, another success. Uh, you went on the road, you played the number two team in the country in Grandview and gave them a tough time. And then you went over to William Penn and had a great three games over there, won all three matches. What did you take out of that Grandview experience? Because that's a team that went to the national semifinals last year. They've won a national championship. They host nationals. You played them on their home floor. What did you take out of that match? It gave us a, kind of a, a bar to where we want to be. Where we, When we finish, I think, with our conference play and headed out to California, we'd like to be to where we can compete with them or as good as they are. We are young, and it showed um, late in sets, and we made some young mistakes. Um, however, the guys responded really well the next morning. We challenged them to be the leaders to be leaders, to the guys to make less mistakes, and they responded really well with uh, three clean game, three clean matches and three victories. So right now you're 5-1. You're and one first-year program. I know you have high goals and expectations, but even yourself, you, you got to be pretty happy at 5-1. and one. Well, we, 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 the work that we put in has shown. I mean, it's, it's no, there's no substitution for hard work, and the guys are seeing the benefits of it. Um, we do play fast, and I think that we catch teams off guard. So, yeah, we're really excited, but we're really focused on Briarcliff for Thursday, and uh, they're big, so it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, and we'll have to maneuver the ball around their blocks. Uh, catch them off guard with our serves. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to Thursday. And finally, our last interview for this podcast is with Jimmy football coach Brian Mistro. And Coach Mistro, who was hired just about a year ago, has really hit the ground running in recruiting. He's done a spectacular job, 44 commitments. And as you'll hear him mention, he'll compare that to where he was last year. He's done a really good job in his own backyard here in North Dakota, Minnesota, but also spreading out throughout the country to bring the best student-athletes to Jimmy football program. We caught up with Coach Mistro, and here's what he had to say about his class so far. We're happy to have University of Jamestown football coach Brian Mistro join us on the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. And the big news this time of the year is not playing but recruiting. And, Coach, you just announced that you had 44 
young men commit to your football program. You got to be pretty excited about it right now. Oh, we're living the dream. It's it's just awesome when you get to see um, families come on campus and they get to experience you know things that I experienced as a as a recruit when I was on my visit. And you try to want you want to make sure that you're giving them the great experience that they deserve. And you know we had 44 families that said, "Heck yeah, we're in." And so it was really good to see, especially at this point in time. You know, last year when I when I was hired, we were at. 18 or 19 and now we're at 44 at signing day so that was that was a big w for us and we're not done yet we got to make sure we fill in a couple of holes that we're looking for um but overall i'm super jacked and proud of our staff for just you know they they grinded man and it was it was a long couple months here and they did a really heck of a, a, a great job let's talk about what you were looking for obviously you're looking for a certain kind of person but are you looking at this i needed certain positions or what was the analysis going into this and how do you think you sit right now well, it was good for us to to get nine alignment, um, and I think when you start looking up front, that's where games are won and lost anyway. But as far as you know, at the end of the year last year, we were playing linebackers and D linemen on scout team uh, for the old line because we didn't have enough guys with injuries and things that happened and pulling guys up that had deserved it. And and so when you start looking at okay, that was something that we needed to address, and I think we did that. Um, and then you know we needed to just get better athletes and not that we had bad athletes but obviously when you start looking at okay where this guy can play multiple positions so it's not just well he's a linebacker that's what he does like no this kid could play this he could play that he could be on offense he could be on defense and so we started looking at more athletes and then obviously once you get a lot of athletes you can plug and play where you need to go and I think we did a good job with that too always interesting to look at geography with 44 student athletes which I'm sure you like to do well in your backyard and it looks like you did well in your backyard yeah, and with with the guys that we have coming in from you know North Dakota, Minnesota, and we need to do a better job in South Dakota, Montana, I think too. But um, you know, getting 20, 20 plus from from those areas are, are, are real big because you know when you haven't had the success that you would like, you know, you're not necessarily a destination spot for some of the the guys that hear about it all the time. And so for us doing a good job, you know, especially in our backyard with Coach Nelson helping us out, getting the Jamestown Blue Jay guys connection back together, um, it, it's it was really fun for for us to see because there's going to be people in the stands now. There's going to be aunts and uncles. There's going to be cousins. There's going to be people coming to the games that maybe wouldn't have if we didn't have those local guys coming in. So I was I was fired up about it for sure. There's always interesting stories in a recruiting class, depending on where a student comes from or the recruiting process. Was there any in this class that really stick out in your mind? You know, we got uh, we are, we're going to have a pipeline into Arizona, and with Coach Spanton, um, one of our graduate assistant coaches, his dad was a high school coach in Texas for a long time, and so you know. Hey, start calling and emailing Texas kids. Let's go. And so we got we got some Texas guys that are coming up that if when they walked off out of their rental car, I guess you could say, and into the Harold Newman Arena, and they got cowboy boots on and a t-shirt, and it's negative ten outside. I'm like, these guys are gonna fit in just fine. Uh, and so when when you start looking at those areas, it was good to see that those guys weren't complaining about the cold. They were, hey, let's roll our sleeves up and let's get some stuff done. So that was fun to see. And then, you know, as far as we're going to have the California, the Arizona, the Nevada, um, we got a family from uh, Sparks, Nevada, whose their dad grew up in Barnesville and they have family in Fort Ransom. So like that's a connection that you're, you want that person from Nevada to come here. And so there was, there was quite a few stories, but yeah, when the Texas boys walked off with their t-shirt on, it was negative 10. I said, yeah, these guys are going to be just fine. <laughs> it's uh, almost the middle of February. Now you still got some more recruiting to do. What's kind of the goal in terms of numbers? Do you have a goal and positions and holes? As you mentioned, what do you still have left to do? 
Uh, we need to, to pick it up a little bit in wide receiver. That's still a spot that we're, we're looking at a couple guys. Um, we have 25 visits still on the docket for February. And so, you know, I would like to be done by March 1st. Um, and that's anywhere from, you know, I want anywhere from 52 to 60 would be a good number for us because not just from numbers standpoint, but football is an attrition sport. I mean, guys get hurt and, and, you know, not everybody makes it through. Um, And so if we can get, you know, bigger classes of 25, 30 seniors four years from now, that's, that means we're playing seniors and winning football games with older guys. And I think that's something where no matter what level you look at, if you're playing with seniors versus freshmen, who's, who's going to win that battles, right? So um, I think we're doing, we're doing a heck of a job of getting the guys, the right type of guys that are going to stay here. And I think that that's important. Well, thanks for joining us on this edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. Make sure and tell your friends, all Jimmy fans, your neighbors, your paper boy, the mailman, whoever you run into about this. It's available right now on Spotify and on Anchor. We're hoping that it'll come to more platforms soon. We're going to have another podcast later in the week where we wrap up the men's men's and women's basketball games against Northwestern. We'll preview the softball season with Kevin Gall. Talk about other things coming up later in the week. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later this week.